Welcome back, everyone, to the Popcorn Podcast. This is episode three of the show. I'm very excited to be back for yet another episode, and I have a very special guest rejoining us from last week's episode after many people really enjoyed our chemistry, so I thought, why not bring him back for another episode? So this is Nick Allen. Nick, how you doing? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm doing. <laughs> nah, you, the only reason you have me back on the podcast is because you don't know how to use the mics. Hey, I know how to use the mics. I well, know how to set up the mics. <laughs> well, sorry for screaming in everybody's ear. Um, Someone's trying to listen to this while they're going to bed. <laughs> yeah. Hey, wake up. That exam's coming up pretty fast. I hope you're stressing for it. <laughs> well, I hope everyone's having a good day so far. We This episode will actually only be a shorter episode because all we're doing this week is movie news. And next week, we will be back with a movie review. Or even a TV show. Maybe we'll review Loki as a whole at that point. I mean, this is good. This, this might be an hour. This is not going to be an hour-long episode. Well, we, I don't know. <laughs> Less news, more fun. <laughs> okay, so let's get right into it. So first off, we're going to start off with uh, the Dwayne The Rock Johnson posted a picture on his Instagram yesterday saying that Black Adam was in its final week of production. I don't know how you... Don't jiggle the cup in the mic. But... I don't know how you guys feel about that. I'm personally really excited to see this movie. I'm excited to see him as Black Adam. Um, he, he could kill it. I just think every Black Adam, like, we see in, like, cartoons and media, like, doesn't speak. It's always, like, broken. And they have hair. Yeah, he's broke. He's actually really well articulated, but he's like, I am Black Adam. And they got and the I rock. Just, yeah. Uh, what can I say except, except you're welcome? welcome. Like, the rock has, like, <laughs> a voice. Like, so, everyone knows who he is. Yeah, so unless he's going to be doing, like, The Mummy. What was it? Yeah, oh, The Scorpion King. Scorpion, Scorpion the worst King. movie of all time. Nah, that, that movie's pretty good. You know, because it's that CGI at the end. <laughs> the CGI where he's the scorpion. I, I'm going to be honest with everybody. I don't know what, what everybody's talking about. That CGI was amazing. I don't know what you're talking about. That's the worst. It is worse than a 90s video game. Yeah. I mean, he, I, I heard they were trying to do a Scorpion King in the Sam Raimi, Sam Raimi Spider-Man. Did you know that? Yeah, but it wasn't like the Scorpion King. It was Scorpion. No, was the Scorpion. They were saying. They, they called, wanted the actual they Scorpion They called King. Brandon Fraser. They said, Brandon, wake up. He got up in a cold sweat. And he he <laughs> he said, what? What is it? They said, we need the rock. And you to cross over into the MC. Well, not that. Not the the Fox universe. The fo- the, no, that's Sony. The Sony Spider-Man universe. We need him. You're We're going to do a new take on the character. <laughs> We're going to be alongside Topher Grace as Venom. Topher Grace as Venom. Just came off of a great show, that 70s show. Topher Grace looks... I don't know how old he's supposed to be in there. But it looks like, it looks him, like, and Tom- like him and Tommy Wire look like roommates from college. <laughs> just met up back later in life in that movie. Okay, but we went really off track at that point. But yeah, Black Adam, final week of production. Excited to see. DC has a full slate this year with The Flash. They're going to have Batman starring Robert Pattinson. And they will also be having Black Adam, which is exciting to see. So from there, we'll move on to another DC news. A Batgirl movie is supposed to begin production in November. Uh, they are looking for a girl in her mid twenties. So to start you know, a girl. you know any girls in her mid twenties? <laughs> yeah, and he wants to be Batgirl. Hit a Walter Hamada. He'll yeah. probably make the wrong decision. Get your plane ticket. We're going to California. But yeah, they uh, supposedly they want J.K. Simmons and Ben Affleck, Ben Affleck to come back for the roles. Oh, I'd I'd like to see that to return. And uh, supposedly, uh, Firefly is going to be the villain. Firefly. That's a that's a random villain to choose as a. 
as a whole movie villain. Yep. <laughs> Unless they do something like Birds of Prey, which I'm not. If you like Birds of Prey, then good for you. But I turned it off after like 30 minutes because it was buffering. I like Birds of Prey. It was buffering a bunch. <laughs> Because the streaming service I was using, <laughs> I'm not sponsored. No, not so. I'm not sponsored, so I'm not going to say the streaming service. Don't get me canceled yeah. for I, pirating. No, I was not a pirate. No, no. But it just wasn't working, so I didn't finish that film. But they could do like a Batgirl thing like that. Yeah, like that's it's supposed to like go alongside that because also Margot but, Robbie wants to make her uh wants to make her Gotham Sirens film. But also at the same time, I would like to see like a better villain than Firefly. Yeah, like Firefly's like cool. Because that's kind of undermining who Batgirl is. Like Bat- Batgirl like, could mess some stuff yeah, Batgirl, up. Yeah, they should give her like a big bad, like Scarecrow or something. Not Firefly. It makes her seem like Firefly. inadequate. Such a weird like, villain too. Yeah. He's supposed to be like a, in this. More, more love for Batgirl. That's what I'm saying. Supposedly his family died and the Fireflies were at fault in this one. And that's what they're kind of going to use as him to become Firefly. All right. Well, good luck. Yeah. Good luck with that. Good luck with that. Uh, Speaking of Batman, Val Kilmer, my favorite Batman personally. Val Kilmer is? No, not actually. Ben Affleck my favorite. Uh, obviously. <laughs> but uh, Val Kilmer has a documentary coming out called Val. And it's. Uh, throughout his career, he would carry around a handheld camera and he would film everything behind the scenes from all the different movies. Uh, yeah, that he I heard did. about this. So there's a whole documentary about it coming out, and it's gonna be about him now traveling the world. If no one knows, Val Kilmer actually ha- had throat cancer, so now he speaks through the. He has to put something up to his neck when he speaks, and it kind of makes him sound like a robot. I'm not trying to make fun of him or anything. No, yeah. But yeah, it's about him traveling the world at this point, trying to make it through life with all the struggles he's went through, and you're gonna see his whole life from the doors through Batman. Uh, Top Gun, all yeah, that. Check it. Uh, definitely check that one out. That sounds like a feel-good film. <laughs> a feel-good film. I know. It's hopefully, be, it's like gonna be nice. Hopefully, it's good for good for Val Kilmer. At the end, I've been sued by every movie I've been in now for showing the behind-the-scenes takes. Yeah, yeah. What about the confidential co- contract, Val? <laughs> yeah. What about keeping everything? Hey, hey. I I know we're all having fun here, but real quick, Val. Uh. These rules of engagement, um, you're not following them. Not fit. But uh, this is actually, moving on from that, I thought that was pretty cool news to talk about. But uh, a big, some big news out of the DC Universe. The Suicide Squad was dropped in almost a month now. Yep. It's pretty exciting. Uh, they're comparing, James Gunn and the producer of the Suicide Squad has compared the opening scene of the Suicide Squad to a nighttime version of the opening scene of Saving Private Ryan. And if no one... If you haven't seen the opening 15 minutes of Saving Private Ryan, highly recommend. I, I, li- I like that idea. At, at first, like when I heard about it, we were saying earlier that I thought of the Task Force X scene in Deadpool 2. Yeah. They're getting murked. There's about all. But I really think James Gunn might make it. James Gunn doesn't like go for like cheap things like that. So I definitely yeah. think he's going to have fun with the scene, but still like add some gravity to the situation. I think Guardians of the Galaxy, like, that's one thing. Like, it's like overlooked with those films that um i always feel like there's things at stake like anything could really happen in these scenes but at the same time it's still like playful so that that's a part of his style which i really like yeah but uh continuing with some suicide squad stuff the cast had no idea how the film ended except for like two people who they didn't specify who they were because the cast members who died only got the script until they died so they none of them knew how it ended until he had a private showing at his house for it. Oh, wow. So none of them knew how the movie ended, which I think is a pretty cool thing for James Gunn to do. Yeah, I like that. 
Yeah, because then you don't have a Tom Hahn situation or Mark Ruffalo who spoils Infinity War uh, on Ruffalo Good Morning still... America. Mark Ruffalo, <laughs> you. I, lo- I love that man. I love but... him. I loved him in Zodiac too. It's great, like... great movie. Oh yeah. Worth we'll to review that one day. We should review it next week on the pod. And if I'm returning. Yeah, if you return. If I if I return. If I can't get nerd soup to come on the pod with me finally. If you get nerd. If I get nerd soup, that would be. Insane. I don't know. I don't. I, I don't think they want to come on my podcast. I haven't heard. I, you talk a lot about these Nerd Soup guys, so <laughs> shout out to them. Yeah, shout out to Nerd Soup. Uh, actually, let's shout out to Aaron Nerd Soup. I talk to Aaron pretty often. Uh, he's a cool guy. So is Bo and Teddy. They have a great show. I highly recommend you to listen to it. It's on Spotify and mainly they have a YouTube channel which has a videoed version of their podcast. Highly recommend. Very funny guys. So yeah. But thanks, Nerd Sue, for helping me sell this podcast. But uh, moving on to the Tomorrow War starring Chris Pratt. Oh, God. The reviews are in, and it is a bomb. Yeah. Well, not a good one. Yeah, not a good bomb. <laughs> it's a. It's got 3 out of 10. It's got a 22% on Rotten Tomatoes. It looks bad. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I won't even watch it. So J.K. Simmons is jacked <laughs> in that trailer. That's the only thing I took from it. He is jacked. That's the only upside to that whole movie. He's got to go on Joe Rogan soon. <laughs> Joe Rogan's going to ask him something. Is he play Omni-Man? He is. Uh, everybody's talking about Jim Gordon. <laughs> everybody's was talking about live action Invincible, and they're saying John Hamm. Nah, put J.K. Simmons <laughs> J.K. Rockett. J.K. could totally rock that. Yeah, that movie. Chris Pratt is notorious, in my opinion, for like unless it, unless it's an intellectual property, anything he's in is not good. Yeah, no, it's yeah, like Guardians of the Galaxy, but he also had one of the best on-set casts with him, with Bradley Cooper. I mean, I'm not saying John, uh, not John Cena, Vin Diesel. I like Vin Diesel. I think he's a cool guy. I love some of his movies, especially the Fast movies, which we'll talk about in a little bit. But yeah, he had Zoe Saldano, Dave Bautista. Like he had a great cast around him. So that really helps him, but I feel like he's not. This is not a disrespect to Chris Pratt at all. I don't think he's a leading man. Uh yeah, I agree. I definitely think he's like a really good supporting character. And in yeah. the Guardians films, like he can, he leads. But at the same time, he has a group dynamic. He's like Fred from Scooby Doo. <laughs> yeah, can't can't like, be the I, only. You can't make a show about Fred. You really don't like Fred, like it's a, at the same time, like you got Scooby and Shaggy, Groot yeah. and Rocket. Yeah, and they carry it. Yeah, they carry it. But yeah, Tomorrow War. As soon as the trailer dropped out, I dropped. I I was like, this Amazon. You, I think war movies in total, no matter if it's science fiction or not, if they're PG thirteen, I feel like they struggle. Like I feel like Radar is kind of like how you, like even the Suicide Squad, which is like a in quotations James Gunn, not my words. James Gunn said it's like a war movie, a comedic war movie, and that's Rated R because we saw the PG thirteen Suicide Squad went, and was th- there was a lot going on there. Yeah, but that's that's for a different episode. Different I don't have time, episode. I don't have time to talk about that. We're not talking about that. But uh, we got some casting news, returning cast news. Uh, we have Lance Riddick returning for John Wick Four. Hell yeah, that's my boy, Lance Riddick. Here for all my Lance Riddick fans, go on YouTube and look up um, Toys Are Me. Stars Lance Red- Riddick on Funny or Die. Old skit. Ah oh, man, it is hilarious. It's funny. Yeah, so I'm not going to say much. It's, like, short, but he owns a toy store, and he takes his job very seriously. Very seriously. So go check that out. Yeah, so that's some cool news to see that John Wick 4 is still bringing back a lot of the same original cast. But we'll move on to a movie that Nikki got to see this week, but I 
have not yet got to see it. And that movie is No Sudden Move, starring John, John Don Cheadle. Don Brand- John. Don <laughs> Brandon, John. Brandon Fraser's in it. And Brandon Fraser is really good in it. <laughs> and he looks a little different than he did with the mummy. He's a big boy. <laughs> Love Brandon Fraser, but Nikki, uh, so the critics gave it 89. I knew you had a different view on it. Uh, if I had to give this movie something out of five, it would probably be like a three or three and a half. I think I gave it a three and a half on Letterboxd. Uh, I definitely think this movie would have done a lot better if they set it up more in the beginning. But I definitely think check it out. There's not like a whole lot coming out. And it's it's an easy watch. A lot of the characters will get on your nerves. But at the same time, there is like some fun and anxiety energy to it. Um, yeah, but uh, check it out if you got the time. Unless you're going to watch something better, then watch something better. Like Fast and Furious 9, which yeah. is a great transition. Let's get into that right now. Fast it's 9 no tops the... Moves. <laughs> yeah, fast, More no like fast moves. moves. Fast 9 has set the pandemic era total, which is... It took the first number one on the box office in the opening weekend with over $100 million during a pandemic, which is... We saw Quiet Place get $70 million. So for Fast 9 to pull $100 million, and then still make thirty two point eight in the second week and lead the box off. That's pretty impressive. These fast fans, man, you guys. Thank you. Nothing's gonna Thank stop. You. Yeah, nothing's gonna stop you guys. <laughs> I love this. We gotta check that car foo out. Yeah, yeah, it's like gun foo for John Wick, but we got car foo with do Ben got Diesel. <laughs> but yeah, uh, some cool news coming out of that. Fast Nine tops the box office in the second week, which is pretty exciting to see. So now we're gonna move on to some reviews of a movie that came out recently and that is the forever purge this is the fifth installment in this franchise an installment a franchise that since the first one has decreased in critic reviews and all that but now with the forever purge which takes place during the day a little bit different than the originals has actually got, received very positive reviews from the critics with a 7 out of 10 and a 6.6 on imdb so yeah that's pretty exciting to see i'll probably watch this later i uh, I have nothing to say about the purge. <laughs> Five movies later, you don't have anything to say. Uh that Rick and Morty episode, uh, "Let's Get Purging," I think it's called. It's a really good episode of Rick and Morty. I think it's a lot of fun. So go check that out. Cool. Morty gets his first kill in that episode. Really? Uh, yes. Oh, uh, yeah. Unless he kills uh, Bart. If you, if for my Rick and Morty fans. But yeah, so. Moving on from that, we have this story, and then one last one, then we'll get into some fan questions before we wrap this episode up. Blumhouse, which is a big horror movie production company, has confirmed that they will be t- producing the Exorcist remake, which is cool to see because I am very excited to see an Exorcist remake, especially with the CGI we have now, and maybe James Wan attached to it, as some people are speculating. And Blumhouse has always pushed out some good horror movies, so I'm excited to see that. Uh, yeah. Um, I would be excited to see, like, a new take on The Exorcist. I mean, The Exorcist is, like, silly now. Like, yeah, like, it's still, like... It's campy. Yeah, like, um, it's still gonna be up there as one of the best horror movies, because at that time yeah, period, I, it yeah. was so good. And it's it's still fundamentally, like, from a film standpoint, it is a great film. Oh, yeah. Like, it's not, like, a hokey movie. Like, it's a good film. Maybe it's a little silly now with how, like, the costume design, all that yeah, kind of stuff. Yeah, well... With all these TVs, you can see that it's in the practical effect. Yeah. Like a 4K. <laughs> yeah, in a 4K That TV. vomit looks like a little bit like soup. <laughs> shout out to Nerd Soup. Yeah, shout out to Nerd Soup again. <laughs> uh, comparing them to vomit. You guys better shout out to never. I'm never getting on that show. Uh, no. Oh, also, Rotten Tomatoes is wrong. Please, 
if you ever need a co-host for an episode, I would love to be on with Jacqueline Mark and uh, Producey Lucy. If you ever want, I highly recommend that podcast too. It's uh, so Rotten Tomatoes has correspondents. They're the critics for each movie that comes out. And two of the correspondents now have a show together, which is called RTT is Wrong. Rotten Tomatoes is Wrong. And uh, every week they review a movie and they see if the score for the movie's wrong. They've done Armageddon. They've done Batman vs. Superman. They've done all three of the prequels. They've done a lot of movies. I highly recommend everyone to go and tune into that. That is also on – it's on Peacock. It's on YouTube. And it is on Spotify and anywhere else you can find podcasts. Shout out – I, I want to give a podcast a shout out for doing podcast shout outs. Oh, yeah, um, this is a pretty big podcast. I don't Joe know. Joe Rogan. No, I was not going to say oh, Joe Rogan. Oh, thank God. Yeah. No, nothing against you, Joe. No, no nothing against Joe Rogan. Uh, sh- shout out to Cumtown. We can't say that on my podcast. <laughs> Whatever, keep going. We don't have time to change now. <laughs> shout out to Mole Dog, Stop, <laughs> and Adam. Oh, I can't wait for this episode to air. <laughs> okay, we're gonna we're gonna move on. What's wrong with that? <laughs> Nothing. We're gonna move on to the final story before we get into fan questions. Quentin Tarantino says he would love to see a Schneider cut, but he, somehow he can't afford HBO Max because he thinks that Zack Snyder being able to release a four-hour cut of his uh, vision is a groovy idea. We have to say about that because we both love Tarantino. I think Tarantino is a cool guy for saying that. But at the same time, Tarantino, we all know you got HBO Max. <laughs> we know you just you hate streaming services. You got it all, man. You probably have it all. But yeah, so we'll move on from that. And then we got, actually we have six fan questions. Excuse today. me. The first question, who shot first, Han or Greedo, from Justin E? Well, Justin E, uh, obviously... No one shot first. It was a stray bullet from across the bar. They're both good guys. Fundamentally good men. I think Han shot first. I think that Disney's <laughs> going to do a remake where they shake hands and part ways. Brian <laughs> Johnson will direct that. Brian Johnson's going to make <laughs> Ryan Johnson's version was like, actually, nobody shot first. C-3PO. They actually they blew up. They blew up. Nah, yeah. Han shot first. Han's a stone cold killer. Yeah. So, thank you, Justin, for the question. Moving on. Do you think Toby and Andrew will be in No Way Home? This question's from Bryce. I mean, I... I mean, I don't want to spoil Loki and say anything that's happening because I don't know if anyone hasn't watched any of it, so I wouldn't like to say anything. But, I mean, it feels like they're trying to set it up a little bit. I think they're trying to get people comfortable with the idea that a hero can look like anybody. Yeah. And, um... Uh, I would probably say, at the very least, I would say post-credits. Yeah. I think, I think, I truly do believe that they'll show up. I think at least Toby shows up. Maybe not Andrew. I, don't, I would love, Andrew's my favorite, so I would love to see him show up. But his movies didn't get the best reviews, so maybe they won't even bring him back. But Jamie Foxx is back, so that kind of. I think, I think Andrew I Garfield, he, well, he's, well, you get this, he's still getting royalties because he had signed up for a three-movie Yeah, contract. and they didn't ever pay him So for he's it. still getting paid, so they're probably like, all right. Well, might as well, so since he's well getting paid. Him, yeah, throw him in, get this contract done. Okay, so thank you for the question, Bryce. This question here from Andrew. Favorite live-action Batman and why? You can go first. I'll go first. I think everyone knows this if you've listened to any of the podcasts so far. My favorite Batman is Ben Affleck, and I think because 
when I look at him, like when you look at Ben Affleck, like when he's either if he's walking around as Bruce Wayne or if he's being Batman, I think he really shows like when I look at him, like that's Batman, like that this dude looks like Batman. His fight scenes, like I'm like a big guy on like how fight scenes look. That's my only thing against the Nolan trilogy is I did not like how he did quick cuts throughout the fights. But yeah, I really like Ben Affleck. I think he's a I think he's a really good actor, a great director, and I really hope someday we actually get to see a solo, maybe HBO Max series about him. Uh, you. I would probably say Batman and Robin is my favorite portrayal of the character Batman. Oh God! I think that movie is just a good time. I would call I would say that's pretty groovy, like Tarantino put it. Uh, no, uh, I really like the Keaton movies. Um. Especially, like, the original Batman with the Joker. Which yeah, 1989 Joker. Batman. Yeah, I, um, I like that because I, I like Batman. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, yeah. I'm not against the character at all. Uh, I just like Michael Keaton a lot, and I think he does a lot for that movie. And it's it's an easy watch, and it was, like, the first time they were really trying to do a serious comic book movie. And, you know, even though he, like, murders people in that movie, too. Yeah, he... Batman... Listen, Batman people, kills people. No, Let's Batman, talk about that. No, Batman does not kill people. Go through his movies. He kills people in every oh, movie. Oh, in all the movies he does. But in the comics, Batman does not kill Yeah, like, people got mad that Ben Affleck's Batman killed people. Go back and watch every what? single Batman. They all kill people. Cosmo, Cosmonaut Variety Hour has a really good video about the, the DC heroes. It's called Problem with DC Heroes. And he does mention that Batman is, like, a protector of life. Like, at the end of the day, Batman perceives life as the most important thing to protect but that's not always this iteration of the character but that is the core fundamental of that character yeah like he says no killing like well kind of but yeah so yeah we both gave our favorite batmans uh good question andrew thank you for sending in a question uh we have another question about dave spade from a kid named colin he's asking where dave spade i know are adam sandler and dave spade better together or separate dave spade is better when he's with other people yeah, Adam Sandler can carry a movie by himself. Adam Sandler eats Dave Spade. Yeah, it's not. It's not in my mind. It's not even a competition. No comp. Adam, like Joe Dirt. Oh, let's take that as an example. We have Joe Dirt and we have Billy Madison. I'm watching Billy Madison. Yeah, exactly. I, I like Dave Spade, but he's not a he's not a main front comedian. Good question, Colin. Sorry if I hurt your feelings about Dave Spade. So, I'm not. <laughs> we have a question here from Scotty. Will Ben Simmons be a Sixer next season, or will he be with a different team? I thought that's just a film podcast. Yeah, it's just a fan question. So I, I, I mean, we can uh, talk about that no, too. No, we can talk about it. I, I hope he's not on the Sixers, but I think the Sixers have put too much money and time into him that they're like, well, we can't get rid of him now, even though the whole fan base hates the guy. He's like when you're the grandma's on life support. You can't just pull grandma off the lights. Yeah, support. you love grandma. You love grandma. You spend millions of dollars on grandma. But at the same time, you could maybe toss them to another team, like grab the pillow and just like. Put them okay, on. okay, we can't. We're moving on. Uh, from, moving what? on. Fluff her pillow. Her head hurts. <laughs> and like slowly close it on. Okay, <laughs> great question, Scotty. We're gonna move on from that topic now. So the final question we hear is have is from Annie. Annie asked, "Who is your favorite superhero and why?" Nikki? Uh, I really like the Wolverine. Yeah, that's I, he's up there with me, but I think you know my favorite at this point. Uh, Superman. 
<laughs> what a good joke. No, you know Superman's not. Batman is, of course, my favorite superhero. I've been, I'm a big Batman guy. I just, like, I don't know. I think, like, he's relatable. Like, not that my, my parents aren't dead or anything like that. Like, that part, I'm not a billionaire either. But, like, him so not how ha- do you relate to Batman? <laughs> because Batman. he's more like a normal person, like any other superhero in my mind. Like, he has no superpowers, which I find so interesting. The way he makes gadgets and does all this detective stuff makes me think, like, of cop. I know people are going to get mad at this. It makes me think of cops because, like, he's a detective. He solves crimes. He protects people. And he has no power. Someone shot him in the head. He's he's not living. It's not deflecting off his eye like Superman. Doesn't like, he have, like, bulletproof suits, though? Not always. That <laughs> We've seen Batman get shot. <laughs> I like I liked in uh, Batman v Superman they tried to hit him with the knife and the shot on the back of the head. Oh, and he had the bulletproof helmet. And he's just like, his, eye, his eyes just light up like, oh wow. <laughs> he's like, oh, Batman's bulletproof. But yeah, uh, Batman and Wolverine, I think we're gonna go with. So that was the final questions of the day. I just want to take a quick second at the end of this podcast to thank another sponsor that I got finally is from Love Bracelets. If you or a loved one would like to get bracelets to match with each other, boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife, then go to lovebracelets.com. They have a ton of beautiful bracelets you can buy. Each one is named after a different city off the Alfami coast. I'm sorry if I'm saying that wrong. On, in Italy. And if you go on and you order a pair of bracelets and you use those uh, promo code, the Popcorn Podcast, you will receive 35% off of your order and you will get free shipping. So check that out. Check I just that got, out. They just sent me a couple free bracelets. They're very cool. So, that, I think that was pretty cool. Pretty so, cool. thank you, Love Bracelets, for sponsoring me and the podcast. But, Nikki, do you have any recommendations for people to watch? Oh, um, Black Widows, just, I'm going to see it tonight. So, oh, God. I, it's uh, Marvel movies. I'm telling you, people, they're always going to be, at minimum, a B. And if it's ever a C, that C's barely a C. So, you can't go wrong with that. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Mid nineties, yeah. Not Jonah enough Hill. people have seen that, and I was just talking about Jonah Hill. That's my guy, a role model to me. So check out mid nineties. Cool. I'm actually gonna go with a little bit of an indie, an Australian indie film, which I highly recommend to everyone. It's only it's a shorter movie. It's an hour forty minutes. You're looking at right now. It's called The Rover. It stars Guy Pearce and Robert Pattinson. It's a very good uh, drama. And you can watch on Hulu, Amazon Prime, Showtime, YouTube, almost anywhere, Apple TV. But I highly recommend it. It's a really good watch. It's an easier watch. It's nothing bad. And it really, if people, people are always like wondering, how is Robert Pattinson going to be Batman? The dude's from Twilight, can't act. I always tell them to either watch Good Time or The Rover. So good Time's great. I highly recommend people to go watch The Rover. Very let's, good movie. Let's, let's, we got a couple minutes. We can talk a little bit about Good Time. You want to talk about Good Time? Yeah, let's talk about Good Time. Um, what, what do you think? So with the Safdie brothers, what, what would you say about their style? Like, what, what, what do you take away when you watch one of their films? It's intense. I feel like every time I watch it, like, it's like a fast, fast pace. Yeah. Like, uh, do you like, the, I think the Safdie brothers realism is so disgusting, but it's so good at the same time. Yeah. I love, I love them. And especially that Ben was in good time. It was pretty cool. Yeah. I think Robert Pattinson just nails that, that, that the character he plays in that movie. He literally nails it. Yeah. He plays it. He plays it so well. He's yeah, just like he's, he's just a scumbag. He's scumbag. He's a scum. Just a scummy, scummy. Person. It's so funny because he plays. Where is it? New York, Boston. New York. It's New, New York. York. So he plays a scummy New Yorker, and the dude's from England. 
Yeah. And the dude, you, there's not a second that you don't believe it. And uh, one of the directors, uh, also co-stars in the film, uh, one of the brothers, I don't know which one it's, it is. It's Ben. Ben, yeah. Ben Safty. Ben Safty. He's great in it as well. He Very really showed good. his acting chops. He plays Robert Pattinson's uh, brother has a mental illness. Yeah, he's he's on the spectrum. And Robert Pattinson is just it's just it's just he's wrong. awesome in the movie. It's just awesome. Check Highly, out check that out. Check that out. But I think we're gonna get it wrapped up now. All right, at our time. So Nikki, I just want to take one quick second to thank you for coming on for two weeks in a row and taking your time to come on. Nope, no problem. Thursdays are usually pretty good. Usually off on a <laughs> Thursday. So yeah. So I just want to take a quick thank thank you everyone for listening. Please like and share the podcast. You can listen to this on Amazon Music listen on apple podcast you can listen on google podcast you can also find me on anchor or even spotify nick would you like to plug your instagram or anything like that um oh that wasn't me uh oh wait marvel oh real quick marvel what if trailer just dropped right now yeah because spider-man uh they spider-man's in it and it will be chadwick boseman's last thing oh wow yeah Plug in the Marvel What yeah. If. I'm sponsored. Plug in the Marvel, Marvel What If. Thank you. All right. See you now. Yeah, but uh, if you want to follow, you can follow on Instagram at the Popcorn Podcast or follow me at Tommy underscore Crest on Instagram. And if you'd like to send in any fan question or anything like that, use my Instagram or the podcast Instagram or even hit up the, the website, thepopcornpodcast.com by Tommy Cresta. Thank you, guys, and I'll see you on next week.